Hey, uh, Buttes, we need to talk some track and field. And joining us once again this week, uh, we welcome back Matty Lynch, who was in Oregon, but now he's back home. Good morning, mate, and thanks for your time. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Um, I noticed you guys are at Gosford Tennis Centre. I'm actually at uh, Birchgrove Tennis Centre down in Sydney, so I'm just having a little bit of a chat with you guys before having a few hits. Yeah, oh. fantastic, mate. Have you got some form? Uh, I'm terrible. <laughs> so we'll see how I go Well you were a 400 metre runner So the tactic would be to try to run someone off their feet, right? Well, maybe when I was running 400s But these days I think my main tactic is just get the ball back on the court Keep it in play I hey, think play Maddie, Let's talk about the conclusion of the World Track and Field Championships in Oregon I was just saying to Michael off the air that the performance of Sydney McLaughlin has got to be close to the greatest athletic performance I think I've ever seen in the 400-metre hurdles. She smashes her own world record. Uh, I think the only one that really comes close for me is David Radisha in the 800 metres. But what were your thoughts of just a magnificent run by Sydney McLaughlin? Well, the fact that second place was Femke Bold and third was Dalala Muhammad, and they're two and three on the all-time list and to, to beat them by more than a second and a half is, is, is just out of this world. There's something that's something that's in the water with 400-metre hurdlers. You look at that race in Tokyo with Custom Portholm and 45.9, Sydney would have made the final in the flat 400 with her 400 hurdle time. So it's just, they've, they've just gone in leaps and bounds. It's like they've just yep. figured something out with 400-metre hurdles. Yeah, actually, she would have come seventh in the 400 flat buttes. That is ridiculous that you were running, you're jumping over 10 hurdles along the way. Like, just phenomenal. What about the performance of the Aussies, uh, Matty? When, uh, it's our greatest uh, result ever, finishing sixth on the medal tally, two gold medals uh, and a bronze. Just absolutely phenomenal, the effort of our Australian team. And, you know, we can talk about the medalists, but there were so many performances, um, you know, making it into the finals, uh, and the performances in the finals. Gee, it looks good for Australia, you know, over the next couple of years because all these athletes are pretty young uh, and have got a big future ahead of them. Oh, yeah. Well, you look at... So we haven't hit double-digit top eight since, I think, 99. And yeah. even then, like, top eights is, a, is an arbitrary term because just it's, it's for the track finals when there's eight lanes. But, you know, if you count finalists, we've got so many more. Like, everyone who made a distance final, like Strew McSwain came ninth. Like that, we don't count that as a top eight, but he's a finalist. And, and that's so much harder to do, especially in those middle distance. So I, I think the fact that we've got another world champs next year in Budapest and then, you know, they're over at the Commonwealth Games now, it, it's going to be phenomenal. And all those events that we did so well in, they're, they're tough events. You know, you've got Scotland, England, Wales, Jamaica, Bahamas, then the Kenyans, uh, Uganda's over there as well. So it's still going to be tough to get those medals in Birmingham. Matty, I know you want to talk about uh, KLB, Kelsey Lee Barber. So uh, before we went to air last weekend, the javelin wasn't held. Not just Kelsey Lee, but we also had another Aussie who was also in the bronze medal position for a lot of that competition and ended up, I think, finishing top six in the end. So just sensational for the Aussie javelin throwers. Oh, it's phenomenal. Like last year we had three... In the final in Tokyo, um, unfortunately, Kath Mitchell not in the same form that she was last year, but we actually were never not in the lead as a country. So Mackenzie threw her personal best on her first throw. She was in the lead all until round three when Kelsey Lee Barber launched at 66.91, and then she was in the lead. So we've never won two medals in one event. We were so close. It was actually the same finishing positions that we had in Tokyo in the women's, oh, sorry, and the women's high jump here. 
with Eleanor and then Nicola fifth. So first and fifth, it, it's unbelievable. You know, no female Japanese star has ever won back-to-back uh, gold medals at the World Champs. So Kelsey's the first, and now she's in line with Kathy Freeman, Jana Pittman, and there was one more. It might have escaped me right now, but to win two... Oh, Sally Pearson. I was asking that escaped me. So now they're the only two Australians that have ever won two golds, and you know, she wins the third next year. That's never been done by an Australian ever. So that's yeah. just the next level. Yeah, absolutely. And just looking at Mackenzie Little, so I never realised she's a two-time NCAA champion. So that's the college circuit in America, which is such a great breeding ground. But when she went into Tokyo, can you believe she was ranked 24th in a 30-person field? So what a performance by Mackenzie Little. Well, also, she's um, pretty sure she's close to finishing her medical degree as well, which, which is just, you know, you, you talk about trying to be a professional athlete, but also then you're working on one of the hardest other professions outside of that. It, it's just me, one of those super elite athletes that's just, you know, fantastic at everything. And her mind must be moving a million miles an hour, always. Yeah. Now, uh, to uh, pick up on that, so she's studying a Bachelor of Science in Human Biology, her hero, don't you love this? Her idol is Dr. Catherine Hamlin, who revolutionised the treatment of obstetric fistulas in Ethiopia and around the world. Yeah, no, no, it's awesome. That's unbelievable. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a Cliffy Clavin stat, mate. Well, what are, you, what are your thoughts, Butes? Uh, my thoughts are this. Matty, heading into the Commonwealth Games. Cliffy Clavin. Cliffy Clavin from the uh, Cheers. Oh, how good. Yeah, yeah. How good. Um, <laughs> Matty, heading into the Commonwealth Games, this preparation uh, for the Aussies must be as good as it gets. You know, to, to compete against, you know, the world's best and to perform the way the Aussies did, it must give them a lot of confidence going into these Commonwealth Games. Oh, 100%. Like, it, I, I don't know if it would have been as big if it was before. I feel like the Com Games might have been a little bit less in numbers just knowing that the bigger event of the year with more athletes is going to be the next one. But the fact that it's straight afterwards, that so many of those mm. obviously are going to be able to take confidence in how they competed and then go to the Commonwealth Games where it, it's a weird one for athletics where in the Australia, Australia's perspective in general sport, the Com Games is bigger because it gets more coverage. It's on Channel 7, you know, so it's actually a bigger chance for the athletes to make a name for themselves. So yes. if they can carry this form in... and look. We go back to Kelsey Lee Barber. She's never won the Com Games. She's got a bronze. She's got a silver. This is her chance to get that first gold, and she's hungry for that. And obviously, Mackenzie's never been on the podium, you know, at that senior level as well. So there's, there's a chance that you know we can go one two in that, like we did in uh, on the Gold Coast. Yeah, there's there's so many, you know, outstanding performances that I'm looking forward to. Obviously, we've done so well already in the uh, the swimming events. Um, I think we've. I think we've got some eight medals or something like that. And, eight gold medals. Oh, and, come off games and, already. And track cycling, the 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 four person pursuit. I think we set a world record, uh, uh, a, a games record in that overnight as well. Uh, just going back to Sydney McLaughlin momentarily, and I know we need to go to our next break, Maddie. But I think before she broke the world record, it had taken thirty three years to break that record. Uh, that's just oh, mind blowing. Yeah. The, the fact that, like, I, I was in Doha um, in 2019 when uh, Dalila Muhammad broke it. And they both went under, so Dalila won, and then Sydney was second. They both went under the old record, and that was 52-1. Mm. So in three years, it's been dropped one and a half seconds. And you, you know that there's more left. There's definitely more left in the tank. And 
I think once someone breaks that barrier, you know, when they break the 52-second barrier, it was wild, but now they've gone sub-51, I think they're going to be able to drag the rest of those athletes through, and it's just one of those things. It's like in Australian sprinting right now. We've got our men and women, they're running so fast, and it's bringing everyone else along, and I think that's what's going to happen with World, with world 400 hurdling. Yeah, Butch, you got one more quick oh, Just thought. a quick one. Did she break two world records on the one day? Did she break it in the semi-final and then again in the final? Uh, that was the 100 hurdles. Oh, the 100 hurdles. That was hurdles, um, Toby so. Amazon. Yeah, that was, like, the fact that she did that, which was phenomenal, but no one was expecting it. It was probably the biggest shock in terms of, you know, Sydney's out there. You expected to do it. You didn't expect it to do it so much, but we all felt that she was going to break the world record. But for Toby Amazon, who... Her personal best was 12.4, and she runs 12.12, breaks the world record, and had the old world record holder in her heat, who finished second. And then in the final, she runs faster, albeit it was wind-assisted, but she still ran faster. To be able to do that is phenomenal. And they get a $100,000 bonus just for breaking it, so it's not bad. Yeah, happy days. Uh, Matty, thank you again for your time. Enjoy your tennis this morning, and we'll talk soon. Yeah, cheers, mate. Enjoy. Thank you for having me.